Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, DCOMs, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, sitting right beside Becca Stog- Stogner. I almost, I'm just so nervous because we're <laughs> sitting next to each other. It's me, Hunter Martin, if you didn't know yet. We haven't recorded um, in person with the full setup on my couch since episode one. Not in the full setup. Yeah. No, we've recorded in the same vicinity but in separate rooms because we didn't have what we have now <laughs> yeah um so this is very cool it's taking me back to our who knew we'd still be doing this 126 episodes yes later. and we look so young for 126 <laughs> episodes we do um but yes it's so fun ah, this is making it's bittersweet you know yeah because i'm so excited we're doing this uh but i'm also like so sad that you don't get to do this like in person all the time you know what i mean yeah you so. guys will surely miss the the eek eek eeking of hunter's chair <laughs> in the background this week stop it'll be back don't you worry yeah d- don't and you were you like worry. where's hunter's squeaky chair don't you worry <laughs> it will be back and we'll be back with vengeance i'm sure um yeah you're going to disney world so. Yeah, um, so we are recording a little early, so if the news is stale by the time it hits your ears, it's because I'm on vacation, <laughs> and I can't be bothered. I will be at Universal for Halloween Horror Nights two days next week, and then going mm-hmm. to Hollywood Studios one day. Yeah, it's... So ex- I can't wait. I'm yeah, so excited. It's, I know. You're you're worried about the times. I know. I, I've been in my Tutter era. <laughs> Not your like, Tutter era. Checking the wait times and checking the weather like every day for like a week already. You just got to go with... Like, you can't put all your eggs in the basket because it can be unpredictable, but you have to go with high hopes. I know. Um, I'm just trying to make it to Fantasmic without getting there a whole hour early. And some of y'all might be thinking I'm a fool. I don't think you have to go for a whole hour early. <laughs> I don't remember ever doing that in my life. That's what all the travel blogs are saying you have to do. Yeah, if you want a good spot. If you want a good spot. Truth be told, I hour, just want to see the show. Then I would say 30 minutes. <laughs> 45 at the most not an hour we'll see we'll 20 see what happens i refuse to ride tower of terror with the sun up oh that's see. the only problem and the sun sets at like 7 40 and phantasmic that, starts at 8 30 you're going to run into a, an error there well um, tower of terror is more important that is true i would pick tower of terror the vibes are so off riding it during the day oh i, I like it anytime I, I just i think it's weird when it i opens. like my tower <laughs> filled with terror <laughs> Um, but before we get into 411, uh, we just want to say thank you all for continuing um, listening to us. And we actually have a podcast, Apple podcast review to um, share with you all. If yes. you leave a podcast review, am I saying that right? If you leave a review about the podcast on Apple Podcast, uh, we will show you the love right back. And so Becca has one yes. that we want to read out. This is a great one. I love the title, especially. This is from Allie Loves Podcast. It is titled faith trust and disney nostalgia pixie dust playing to my jesse mccartney loving heart (laughs) ali loves podcast says i love listening to this podcast on my commutes and trail adventures becca and hunter are such funny and engaging hosts it sounds like you're talking to old friends over the past year i finally caught up on all the episodes and it has been a hoot 
Listening to your commentary reminds me that it's okay to not always adult. Please never stop making new episodes. You make at least one listener's day. And you made our day. You made our day. And if there's one thing about me is I don't like to adult. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, if you want a shout out and throw some love right back to you, um, leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Um, But also while you're there, rate us five stars. And since since you're already on your phone, you might as well go to Spotify and rate us five stars there as well. Of course. Um, because, you know, we we want to show y'all the love right back. Yeah. Um, and it helps us get more eyes on things. Yeah. If you search Disney Channel, we'll come up a little higher in the search you know, results. And... Every, every little bit counts. But, you know, like I, we always say, if, if we can make one person's listening ears... I don't know what I'm saying. If we but can you know make I mean. one person's Mickey ears perk up, <laughs> right. we're doing something Literally, right. really. So thank you, Ali Liz Podcast, for that wonderful review. And I hope you're listening uh, because we shouted you out and I hope you're ready for some Disney 411 because I know I am. Let's get into it. Disney 411. All right. First story is about a little cancellation news. Womp womp. How I Met Your Father, starring Hilary Duff, canceled at Hulu. The comedy series starring Hilary Duff wrapped its second season in July. Hulu is dropping another one of its series, canceling How I Met Your Father after two seasons. The news comes two days after the Disney-run streamer canceled The Great. Uh, How I Met Your Father, which stars Hilary Duff, ended its second season in July and did not answer the implied question in its title. Well... So maybe it's best to leave that question unanswered because when they answered the question of how the mother was met, people were angry. They were angry. <laughs> I just feel so bad for her. I know it's sad. Like she just can't get a show. She just can't get a show to work. I mean, she, I guess she got a show working. And yeah, I mean, the I'm, odds are not in any TV show's favor at the moment. I know. I I, I was going to say I'm sure that this has more to do with the strike than it does with like how the show was doing yeah but all the articles i've read about this were like well i'm sure this wasn't knocking down any ratings records like damn <laughs> right someone like <laughs> some people enjoyed it yeah i mean i've seen it and i liked it yeah um so someone i was talking to someone about it um aka my sister i don't know why i like i don't know why i kept it so vague but i was talking to my sister about it she goes oh, does this mean she's going to lose mcguire reboot i said no certainly not now not now <laughs> But I don't know. It does free up our schedule, but we gotta let. We have to let that go. It will never happen. Well, did you see? Did Rolling Stone? I think did an article of like worst television mistakes ever, mm-hmm. and the cancellation of the Lizzie McGuire reboot was on the list. On the list, if like from like the creation of television, and yeah. that is on the list. <laughs> that is saying something. I mean, Disney is not really in a good light at the moment. No, and so we'll probably I guess. Bobby Iker is like public those, enemy number one. Literally, right now. those Mickey ears look more like devil horns yeah. if you're asking me. We do host a Disney podcast, but we can also point the finger back. Right, right. <laughs> we can we can point the the white Disney glove. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two truths can be at this. Two things can be true at the same yeah. time. Sorry, Hillary. Sorry, Hillary. But I hope. What do you think Hillary's next move will be? Movies, music, TV, maybe again? music. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a good segue into music again. Yeah. Or we'll maybe see. I don't know. Anything can happen. We're we're rooting, but the thing is, everyone is rooting. Everyone always roots for Hillary Duff. Exactly. So, speaking of TV, um, and Hulu, weirdly enough, uh, 
An Instagram post by Selena Gomez that tagged her Hulu series Only Murders in the Building was pulled from her profile after she was accused by many followers of breaking SAG after strike rules. The post appeared to be a video from the set of the comedy series. Selena Gomez tagged the official Instagram account for Only Murders in the Building in the caption for the video and added, Missing and Wanting. The post garnered over 1 million likes in 15 hours before it was pulled from Gomez's profile. Variety, which is where I'm reading this from, has reached out to Gomez representative SAG after declined to comment on the matter. Um, SAG after strikes rules prohibit members from promoting their work via press interviews or social media. Post will post while the strike persists. Gomez did not speak in the set video, nor did she encourage followers to watch the show in the caption, but she did tag the official account for the TV show, which can lead to people. Put it on your clothes, friends, Selena. Yeah, so. <laughs> People were like, scab, scab alert, scab alert. Got to keep it out for a scab. I know. Well, people, some people were also saying, well, like, you know, she's also a producer of the show and maybe she was putting her producer hat on. But yeah. it's like still. There's like weird because mm. there's like gray areas and a lot yeah. of this stuff. And I, like, I'm sure that this was not. Intentional. Ill intended, but yeah. And we all know Selena Gomez maybe doesn't have access to her account. So who posted that? Right, or maybe that? she went rogue and you know because like here's the thing like she's not she allowed stole her phone back she stole her phone back. to post that so here's the thing like she's not allowed to promote her tv shows but she's allowed to promote her music yeah which is so like and and another thing is like even like for, this is a weird example but greta gerwig is mm-hmm. a part of sag and wga and the directors guild yeah but she was promoting barbie as a director so she was allowed to do that so it's like, there's really, there's weird. There's so much, especially with all these like interim agreements that have been happening. Like the Venice Film Festival is happening right now and there are some actors there. It's wild. It's, yeah, there's a lot of gray area, but yeah, Selena, I shouldn't have posted Selena that. Selena should have kept an eye out for herself. <laughs> right. <laughs> or whoever's posting that. Uh, Selena, she's single soon and maybe out of sag soon. <laughs> I'll be out of sag soon. I'll be scabbing soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We joke. We joke. <laughs> we joke. We love Selena Gomez. <laughs> we did a whole episode on her. I'm joking. Please, Selena's don't come after me. <laughs> I'm a Selena fan just as much as the next person. All right. Our next story is <laughs> Mitchell Musso. Oh um, <laughs> former Disney star Mitchell Musso is breaking his silence after being arrested over the weekend and Rockwell, Texas, on charges of theft and public intoxication. He says, I was absolutely not drunk or drinking, and there were was 100% no theft. It's unfortunate. It's, unfortunate, it's a misunderstanding. Um, hmm. So the police department, like, Musso, Mitchell Musso denies that he ever opened the bag of chips, claiming <laughs> that a hotel employee who appeared extremely disgruntled and had unhinged behavior refused his service because he was dressed only in board shorts. I didn't know it was illegal not to wear shirts these days, Mitchell Musso adds, explaining that he had just come in with his friends from a docked boat on the harbor to restock their snack supply. He says that the employee who was agitated from the get-go grabbed the chips out of his hand. He told me to get out, and, I'm, and that kind of set me off. And he said, I'm going to call the police. And I said, go for it. Um, so, and then they go on to explain kind of what went down. And as for the bags of chips in question, 
Mitchell Musso struggled to remember the exact brand. He said, I know it was of the potato chip variety. Some sort of a potato variety, he says. I'm pretty sure it was Ruffles. One of my favorites. I like the ways in them. They hold dip well. That won't hold up well in court. Selena Gomez can't promote only murders in the building, but Mitchell Musso can promote Ruffles chips. There's no, there's, he got the interim agreement to promote For Ruffles. Ruffles. This is so Mitchell. funny. First of all, Mitchell, the generic rule of thumb everywhere is no shoes, no shirt, no service. Right. Come on. Despite that hit country song, no shirt, no shoes, no problem. No shoes, no shirt, no service. But there's a country song, no shirt, no shoes. Oh, I know. No I'm aware. Isn't that Kenny Chesney? Maybe. Ugh. What? You don't like Kenny Chesney? No. Why? Because he's a, a skinny bitch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like he's one of the country stars that gives off more uh, bad vibes than the rest. That's you know, fair. I'm, I'm a Keith Urban and a Jennifer Netters. Netters? <laughs> a I'm, Jennifer a Keith, Netters? I'm a Keith Urban and a Jennifer Nettles girly. And that's about where I draw the line. I'll dabble in Lady A, but... What about Tim McGraw? He's fine. I mean, he doesn't bother me, but I'm not like a fan. Faith Hill? It's the way you right. love me. What about you? You can't be speaking ill of my rascals, Mr. Flats. Mr. Flats. They're fine. They're a lot of these people are fine. All right, vote about Mitchell Musso. Let's get back onto the topic of Anne. <laughs> the mugshot was very he, silly looking. Right. That looks like someone who had a day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my thing is like every time like something happens like this, they'll always put in the article like. So, so, like, in the article I was reading, they put a picture of him and Miley Cyrus in the article. For what? Why? For what reason? It's not like she know. was his accomplice. <laughs> that's, where she, that's where she's been this entire time on the boat. On the boat with Mitchell Musso. <laughs> oh, Mitchell Musso. We know, we know where Miley's been. Yeah, and that's a good segue into our final story. It's just kind of like Miley's used-to-be-young TikTok series. Because every single one of them has made a headline. Yeah, so much. I didn't bring a specific headline. <laughs> I think we should just recap of what yeah. has so been going on. Yeah, so as of on. right now, she has completely jumped the can't-be-tamed era Yeah, to go into bangers, which is where, at the time of recording this, that is where the series is. Um, but there's been a lot of good... Good. good nuggets she one of the headlines was about how noah cyrus was on the photographer's lap like hitting the camera button when they did the infamous yeah. topless photo shoot she's discussed the infamous kids, Sal- um salvia gate salvia where she called out tish tish <laughs> she said mom isn't this you in the parking lot <laughs> um she also talked about her like her day-to-day schedule during hannah montana yeah it was insane and that's why she said this girl deserves an endless summer vacation and <laughs> off off camera tish goes that's right baby and everyone said oh we're never seeing her again yeah. <laughs> because then she talks about touring and i i i'm enjoying these little things yeah um i wish they were in a on a different like i understand why it's on tiktok because mm-hmm. ev- then everyone will go viral like inevitably yeah I just wish they were compiled somewhere else. I know. So I can watch them all. Like, like a special. Um, But I'm enjoying, and this just like, yeah, like you said, every TikTok is going viral of Miley. Is this like another, like, peak in Miley's career? I think so. Especially, I mean, the public loves to see, obviously, like, they love nostalgia, but I think they also love to see somebody revisiting a very infamous 
yeah point and, of their life and and of course she's hitting on like all of the big moments of infamy except for so far the can't be taken i wonder deal, do you think it was do you think it's just because it's just um redundant at this point to talk about can't be tamed maybe because like it's like what else you're gonna say this is when i like she's gonna like at some point you're just kind of saying the same things yeah like the controversy like i think she just because she discussed part of the usa her performance and that was like during that time yeah yeah i am surprised she but i'm surprised she didn't talk about the music video no, a, a lot of this stuff is stuff that she's also said before, like one off in interviews of being like, I don't think I should have been as bashed for that as I was. Yeah. And at, at this point, I think the general public kind of agrees. Yeah. What is the next thing you're ho- you're hoping she discusses? Because she just she talked to, the last she, thing was We Can't Stop in the yeah, VMA performance. She said that the next chunk of the series is from bangers up until now. So... Um, I mean, I'd always love to hear about plastic arts. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's going to skip younger now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she always, but well, she like flashes a clip from the Malibu music video and is like, eh. <laughs> well, did you see like when she, I'm surprised she talked about last song. I know. Because when she flipped over the screen and it was a picture of her and Liam Hemsworth, I heard Tish and if I can go, oh, oh my, the one that had me bark howling was the picture of like her taylor swift and demi lovato <laughs> yeah. on the way to the cheesecake factory <laughs> she's like if you didn't know i was bisexual from this picture because all the other girls are dressed nice and she's in like sweatpants and Uggs. it's a great it's a because like for a while miley would never talk about like the hannah montana days disney channel stuff yeah so and everyone loves like i think the general public i think what's different about this time around is people are actually liking Miley Cyrus's like songs and artistry. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because this th- used to be Young's a hit. It's a hit. Like, it, according yeah. to the charts, it's going to be. A hit. And to you. And to, and to me, it's a hit. <laughs> but I'm not the charts. <laughs> it is a hit. It is a hit. She's also been talking a lot more about Billy Ray than I thought that she would. Yeah. And it kind but of. But you, like, can, you, you can, can feel this, like. You can feel like she's, like, only talking about it so far before, mm-hmm. like. If she says much more, she'll get more emotional than she would. Because she did yeah. get a little emotional talking about the difference between her relationship with fame versus her dad's relationship with fame. And she got emotional talking about that. Which makes sense. Um, so, yeah. So, that's why I was so surprised she talked about Liam Hemsworth and, like, said his name. I know. Because, you know, like, you could talk about someone and not say their name. <laughs> when I was in the last song with that boy. With that boy. <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah, I I'll be interested. I I'll be interested to hear more about like the making of Endless Summer Vacation as well. Like I yeah. know she only dived into a little bit of that on the backyard sessions. I also love that video that they compiled of her going true. Yeah, true. I was wondering. I'm I'm glad they're doing this series because leading up to this Endless Summer Vacation continued on ABC. They were like releasing all this stuff, and I'm like, where's the rest of this footage? And now right. we're seeing it. We're seeing it. Um, so we're excited to see what um, Miley has in store on TikTok. TikTok, you don't stop. Also, we'll talk about this off off mic, but I have a perfect idea for what you should post on your TikTok doing used to be young. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get noticed by With Miley you in the zebra post. photo. <laughs> that would be so funny. If you don't, if you don't know the zebra photo. 
Some of you might, because I, I think we posted it before. I can't remember why. I don't remember either, but... There's a photo of me from high school, and the it was like a thespian banquet, and the prompt was safari. And it was the end of my senior year, and I just didn't give a crap anymore. And I was like, I'm going to go as a, a bloody zebra. And I won best costume. And the picture is... is very goofy but <laughs> like, yeah, like like out of context it just but like that, that that's what makes it so funny because there's fun there are funny <laughs> ones that miley's reposting and there's like serious ones mm-hmm. and you're like thinking about the time i dressed up as a bloody zebra and won my competition with the used to be young song playing <laughs> that'd be so funny i don't think she would post and that when you go viral you can thank me later well we'll see well we'll see guess what that's the end of the four-on-one as for now there's always well, there's always stories creeping up <laughs> Well, speaking of blood and things, <laughs> things dying, um, summer's kind of unofficially coming to an end. You know, as like as we're recording this, it's Labor Day weekend. Everybody's like, R.I.P. summer, even R.I.P. though it's still hot. It's a <laughs> yuck outside. <laughs> um, and it will continue to be hot for many weeks to come. But, you know, the, the kitties are back in school. It is the end of summer. So to end summer right, we are going to travel back in time to the summer of 1997. Yes. With Disney Channel's um, first reality I guess, show. Yeah, the, a Disney Channel reality show. We are talking about the first two episodes of Bug Juice. And it doesn't come in a jar. It comes from who you it are. It comes from who you are. So Bug Juice ran from February 28th, 1998 to October 15th. 2001 three seasons 60 episodes um and there was a revival back in 2017 called bug juice my adventures at camp um but yeah we watched the first season the first two episodes and i remember the show do you remember the show this is my first time (sighs) really having anything to do with bug juice i remember the theme song the most because each season took place at a different camp which i remember differently i thought it was the same camp because i remember this camp the most but i think it's because they when they would do reruns they really only mainly reran season one from my from my memory so season one takes place at camp how do you pronounce this camp camp (laughs) what was was aita Camp What's It To Ya? <laughs> it looks like it's spelled What's It Wait, To how, Ya. Wait, no, but like legitly, how do you... <laughs> legitly? If you look at it how it's spelled, it literally looks like it says What's It To Ya. <laughs> so this, this camp is in... Camp Waziata. In Maryland somewhere. Yes. And how like this show came about, it's produced by, created by these two guys, and Disney really wanted to change its programming into more original stuff. So now we're getting into... Um, like Bug Juice and Jip Jackson, the Jersey, like the original, original shows. Yeah. And so they just talked about how camp was so formative for them. And they just, they knew people who ran um, this camp and they, and they just scoped out real kids who wanted to go to camp and they just kind of followed their lives. And they had a female crew film all the girls and a male crew from all the guys. And I think they have it where, like, half of the campers leave and they get new campers in the middle of the season. Yeah, I think, like, episode 10 or 11 is, like, goodbye session one and then yeah. they bring in new ones. Because I think they the, the they said the counselors were there for eight weeks. Yeah. And I was never at camp that long. Well, I, well the most I ever went was for, like... Were you camp counselor? 
Oh, no, no, no. Well, the camp counselors are there the entire time. I hate kids. <laughs> you know that. It's, yeah, and then, like, each season is, like, completely different state. Yeah. Um, so it's not like we follow these kids who are, like, 10, and now they're, like, 15 by the end of the show, which is kind of like a, which I think is smart, and, like, Bug Juice is just kind of the the, the vibe. It's its own moment in time, encased in, in sugar and, and Kool-Aid. Y'all... If you watch this, and if you can get your hands on it like we did. It's on, um, season one, episodes one through four are currently on TikTok. <laughs> uploaded in multiple parts, which is how we watch these. Yes. And if you guys want to watch along with us, which I definitely recommend that you do, because this is just, like, good. This will take you right back. And, like, it's pure kids, mm-hmm. like, not manufactured. It's really, like, setting up a camera and just seeing what they do. They all look so 1998. <laughs> yeah. Like, Every guy, if they don't have a shaved head, they have a middle part. <laughs> they do they not? They do. They either have like military they cuts do. or like rocking the middle part. <laughs> they do. No, just and I love it. And every episode we watch, we only watch two. Drink every time they mention the Spice Girls. It was the nineties. It was the nineties. In the girls' cabin, the Spice Girls are being thrown about. <laughs> they love to talk about the Spice Girls. I, the theme song is so funny. And a lot of the music in this show has... So I just love when there's like... Someone will say something and then the song will say the exact thing they just said. <laughs> like at one point somebody says, I think we're going to learn how to get along. And then the song is like, I think we're going to learn how to get along maybe someday. My, my favorite thing, like Bug Juice is such an earworm. Like, bug juice doesn't come from a jar. Bug juice comes from who you are. And then, like, they show clips of, like, what they're doing at camp. And the ending is, like, bug juice, the real-life adventures. And then it just kind of trails off into, like, (laughs) random, like, bug juice. Kids making friends, eating sloppy joes, (laughs) going camping. The last line of the theme song is, real kids making friends, having fun. Like, it's literally, like... Going to the bathroom, <laughs> scrambled eggs. Taking the taking the swimming test, which we'll get into. Cool. So, did you go to a summer camp like this? Um, not like this. Uh, I went to like summer camps that were like part of my church. Hmm. So, not like where you just found like, hey, there's this camp in the middle. Because none of these kids are from where this camp is located oh yeah i never traveled to like another yeah. state to like go to people camp. are like going on a plane for the first time by themselves nothing like that i've never been to like a camp where it's just like hey this is a camp for kids in the middle of washington you can come and i've never it, it was always like i knew everyone who was going to the camp yeah i think i went when i went it was like it was maybe like an hour drive out of the way and I went with, like, a group of friends from church, but there were other people there that I didn't know. And I was only there for a week, but, like, seeing this, those cabin walls and, like, the lake yeah, and every the camp, bug juice in the pitcher. Every camp has the same vibe, no matter what kind of camp you go yeah. to. Yeah. Um, like, the nerves of, like, going to sleep for the first time mm-hmm. and not, like, a... And then the, the ones, like, where you come back to camp, like, if you've already been to that camp and you come back and you have all your old friends versus the people that don't know anybody yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Those first girls, when they got there, being like, I didn't, I felt like everybody was speaking Spanish. I was, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
was so relatable. She's like, she's like, yeah, like, it feels like I'm a foreigner. Like, everyone can, like, I can only speak Spanish and everyone's. Because all the girls are, like, running and hugging each other and screaming. And, like, I'm sure saying all their inside jokes from last summer. They're moving beds around. There's a dog in the girls' cabin. Yeah, that, that's never really explained. Why Gavin is a dog? is the name of the dog. I think it, it must be one of the counselor's dogs. Yeah, I thought it would, but I thought it was like a like a um, like anxiety dog or something like that. But it was never explained why there's a yeah, dog they, in the cabin. Yeah, they don't explain the dog at least in the first two episodes. And the, and the girls are like, "Are you afraid of the dog?" <laughs> there's most of them are like, "No," but there's one girl who's crying, who is crying, frozen in fear, <laughs> and it's just like a small little dog. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, are you afraid of dogs?" She's like, "Yeah," and then it cuts to her like in a talking head segment. She's like, "I'm so scared." <laughs> but then it laid under my bed and i was like oh it's gonna be okay i thought we were going to follow the two kids in the very beginning that showed their home life yeah because the mom <laughs> of that one kid she was something else she so our first boy i don't remember his name but he's like 15 and he's packing and his mom is like did you label your swimsuit will you go and check and then she pulls nunchucks out of his suitcase. And she's like, you're not taking these to camp. I said, what does he think he's doing? And then his friend Connor shows Connor. up. Which, which apparently has like a big storyline later in the show. He's like a yeah. romance. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Connor seems like he's like one of those too cool for school type yeah. kids. Like he comes over and he's like. Because <laughs> Connor was going to the camp and that's how the other guy found out about the camp. And then they're going in the car and then grandma comes out to to say them to tell, tell them bye before they leave yeah. She's like oh go hug your grandma and this is like pre 9-11 so like everyone is at the gate like saying bye to them and stuff yeah Phew. you also see before you see these kids home lives you see some of the counselors that are at the camp a week before setting up and one of the boys counselors whose name is rhett who says oh wait go ahead he says you know most of us come here for the kids and i'm like as opposed to what I know you're not getting paid for this. <laughs> I just come here because I love to eat powdered eggs morning, <laughs> noon, and night. <laughs> I love getting bit by mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, I love swimming in a lake that's green. Ooh. Um. So I looked up like where are these people now, and Rhett, that's his name, right? Yeah. He has produced Shark Tank. <gasps> <laughs> like he's a producer of the show. Yeah. <laughs> On his IMDb, he said produce 81 episodes. Where did his money come from? I don't know. But Rhett... I know like, it's not from Bug Juice Residuals because this, <laughs> this show has been scrubbed from the internet. It's like impossible like, to find this thing. The only counselors I remember names are Rhett and Luna because they call because her... <laughs> lunatic. Luna. They're like, we call her Lunatic because she's crazy. And... <laughs> She, she's the head of arts and crafts. I remember, I oh, think Annie oh, was another one of the there girl were, no, counselors. Mor- there, and then the, yeah, the other guy, counselor, was Morgan. And he does the performing arts? Yeah. Because there's one part where they tell you coming up on Bug Juice this season and like all the boys are like running out in the rain. And like the head of the camp's like, Morgan, you keep them inside. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. the coming up on the season of Bug Juice, we see somebody crying on the phone saying they want to go home. And that is so true. I was one of those kids. <laughs> I was like, ah. Like, I remember the first night at camp one time, I was, like, like going to sleep. And I was, just, I was like, closing my eyes. I'm like, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> I wrote Paramore on my bunk and pen, and I was fine. Uh, what was that two days ago? <laughs> no. 
Something's never changed. Something's never changed. So true. I did commit a fo- a big faux pas <laughs> at. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I did commit a felony at camp. <laughs> no, there were these two counselors, and their names were Matt and Cat, and they had oh, been God. dating for a while, and then they they came back into the summer in a long term relationship. And I was I had said something about like you guys are going to be together forever, and I was like running around talking about how cute Matt and Cat were, and somebody came up to me and they were like they just broke up tonight. <laughs> Did you fall to your knees? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, love isn't real. Men cat. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think we just like put <laughs> soap suds in the toilet or something and pulled a cabin prank and called it a night. Like, my it favorite, my other favorite thing about the first episode was just like the anticipation all the kids had going into camp. Yeah. And, like on the bus. And that bus was nice. That was like a, a charter like yeah, tour bus taking them camp? up to camp. Like this was like a legit, legit camp. Yeah. If I rode a bus to camp, it was a school bus, and my thighs were sticking to the seats. Like, I, w- I literally was watching it, and I was nervous for all the kids going for the first time. I know. One of them was, like, on the bus, and he was like, I'm so nervous on the bus. Yeah, and I can I can totally, like, relate to that. Yeah. I absolutely related to the girls that, like, didn't know anybody yet, and they were, like, so shy and just kind of sitting in the corner. Yeah, and, like, the I will say the camp counselors were very kind to the kids they knew um never were at the camp before yeah but that was also me yeah like the counselors always had to come up well well, like even but the camp counselors were a little shady because the camp counselor was like you're nervous right (laughs) i could tell you're nervous (laughs) you're shaking in your boots like like, they're trying to put like the sheets on the bed and then like the the kids and it's like shaking the sheet and then the teen counselor's like you're nervous right i could tell (laughs) i could tell I also love how, like, when you see some of these kids, like, getting on the bus together, like, coming up to the camp together, they're like, we go way back. Like, y'all are 13. You're 12. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can definitely tell the kids who've been there before have, like, big egos. They're like, yeah, like, seeing these other kids who really don't know the way around camp, like, it's really hard for them, but, like, they'll get there because, like, when I'm here now, it's just, like, really fun seeing my old friends. And they really hammer home the fact that they are they're themselves at camp rather yeah. than when they're somebody literally is like unlike my friends at home who judge me all the time oh I, can I can be goofy here camp. and i'm like like what? get some new friends get some new friends that let, is a problem yeah like let them <laughs> let your friends let you be goofy <laughs> just like i can try on a new personality for the summer literally same literally so then we get like the like we just get like a lay the first episode is just kind of like setting up what this camp is yeah and what they'll be doing and it's just kind of your your basic camp like hey if you sign up for art classes where you're gonna go and yeah all, all the stuff. people like the counselors introducing themselves you have like the first day of camp chance yeah that was crazy <laughs> they separated them into boys and girls and they're like each sitting on different parts of the field and the girls can hear the boys like going so they decide to scream back and then the boys are screaming back and it's over like a pan (laughs) shot of the whole forest so i'm just imagining that like all you can hear for miles are these kids screaming screaming at each other i love the rules that the the boys get they're like no girls on the steps (laughs) no girls in your cabin no cussing that was a big thing like the boys have like three rules and then the girls are like girl power this is jumping ahead a little bit but like before the end of the first episode all of the girls are in their cabin on the first night and they're like making cabin rules and i know they stayed up all night making up stuff oh yeah because they were like if you want to rule write it down and then the boys were like hey guys like 
no we're, fussing, no girls. We're we're good. And then no, one girl is like, let's write down like nobody be clicky. And, and then, then everybody's then, like, and, oh, it was so bad last year. But then like the girl who said no <laughs> clicks, the second episode, she was a part of a click. Exactly. And she was bullying. Exactly. <laughs> but like when when the when the guys were going over the rules in the cabin that night, Rhett, the main the main guy camp counselor, he was like, guys. Like, we're going to get into fights. Like, what is everyone's pet peeve? And he's like, Connor, what's your pet peeve? He goes, I don't have one. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't have a pet peeve? And then, the, and then the other guy goes, I have one, but it's kind of inappropriate. And I'm thinking, what? What is it going to be? And he's like, uh, what did he say? He's like, he said, uh, put the... Put the toilet seat up if you're like PA. Yeah, and they're like, no, that's great. That's great. Like, yeah, that's great, man. I've, it's so funny. Like, I'm sure they all say they don't have any pet peeves on the first night. And they'll yeah. be like, who freaking toothbrush <laughs> yeah. like, it's gonna happen but some the, of these kids i love that it's like you know it's a camp in in the in the northeast because a lot of them have new york accents oh yeah and they'll be like you better you better i if you, you like you better i can tell you there there's caitlin the, these are only these are the only names of the I remember Keisha because she started drama. Keisha. And I remember Hassan. Hassan. Because Hassan is the boy that apparently all the girls have a crush on. Yeah. But he says romance isn't on his schedule this year. He didn't sign up for romance on the the camp. He didn't put that he didn't put down that deposit (laughs) for romance. Um, then there's there's John. I don't remember John. There's one he had the main not John, but there was one guy he had the main storyline in the second episode about the swimming. Mm-hmm. And he got so mad that he failed a swim test he ate his whole <laughs> satchel of Twizzlers. He was like, I got so mad I just stomped back to my bunk and I sat on my bed and I ate my whole stash of candy. He goes and like he was talking to his friend about it. He was like, It was so bad I ate the entire Twizzlers. <laughs> it's so relatable. I hate Twizzlers. <laughs> there was one kid named Andrew who was taking this a little too serious and after he introduced himself there was like a pause where i think he might have said what his like full government name was and they had to cut it out <laughs> like bleep it out but he's in a life is good shirt mm-hmm. very but he's saying like i know i'm gonna get homesick and like you know i've only been to camp for four weeks but i'm gonna have to stay for eight and it's just like but when you have to go to college you know you're gone forever <laughs> i'm like you're 14 you can <laughs> chill it's okay <laughs> we have to talk about the fire night Oh, of course. Well, Andrew's Andrew's mom, the one who's like nervous about staying, she's like talking to his camp counselor, and she's like, and he has a retainer, and he's only supposed to wear it at night, but we packed it, so you know. And the counselor's like, we're we're right on the Yeah. <laughs> All these helicopter moms. And like they're probably talking to like eighteen year olds. They're like, okay. But the fire, the fire chant. So they get <laughs> to meet the people who own the camp. Yeah. What are their names? It was like Peter and like Peter and Penny or something like that. Yeah, and they they opened the fire chant by saying the magic of the nineteen ninety seven season. Like they were summoning the bugs. Fire is magic. Camp is magic. <laughs> like it was really. <laughs> it's so. It was really <laughs> off putting. Their vibes are so like hippie. Yeah, hippie. And then hippie. in the next morning is when episode two starts. They're the ones who are like. If you don't take your swim test, you'll be swimming with the six-year-olds. Yeah, so... Where are said six-year-olds? We don't ever well, see them. No, because they, they put out the lay of the land. They're like, at the bottom of the hill is, like, the kids. The youngest the, campers. Yeah, and then at the top of the hill, that's when it's separated into guys yeah. and girls. They're so, like, at the top of the hill is the boys, and then up another hill, through the bushes, through the forest, over the river, and through the woods, is the girls' cabin. <laughs> yeah, and so the girls' cabin is called the hill. Mm-hmm. And the guy's cabin, I believe, is called the Grove. Yeah. 
and so that's where it separates. So th- there are little kids in the camp. They're just on the opposite end. Well, when they said the littlest kids, I was thinking like six, seven, because Back one of the ten. kids is like, if you have to take swim level one, it's like literally for six year olds. And then he's like, well, I'm in a class with everyone and they're all freaking 11. Like, you're 15. They're like, but, you, but yeah, when you're 15, you think of a 10 year old as a six year old. Yeah, 100%. So, Connor, there was a guy named Connor. I, Connor. I think this, Connor may be the swim test boy because he shows up with all of his stuff in a big cardboard box. And the, oh, no, that, no, not Buzzcut Connor. Jake. Jake was his name. Jake shows up with all of his stuff in a big cardboard box. And the first thing he takes out is a letter to himself that he wrote <laughs> that's just like, hi, Jake, if you're reading this, <laughs> You're reading this. Ha ha ha. Okay, goodbye. And I could tell all the people were like. <laughs> Connor oh, looks at him like he is an alien. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird thing to do, but I loved it. Because yeah. Jake goes, I think I watched Back to the Future when I read this. <laughs> he's like, I said, not him thinking he's Marty McFly. Oh, I know he does. But yeah, I think Jake is the main character of episode two. He's the one who says, I won the Spirit Award last year because I had a lot of spirit. As he says it in the most <laughs> monotone way. Because I had a lot of spirit. And you're like, okay. Yeah, because he got to put out the fire or something. Yeah, he gets to do something with the fire because he won it the year before. Um, we have to talk about the toilet paper game that they played. I know. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Me either. So, like, the girls, in the, the first night, they're playing the toilet paper game. And you have to, like say something about yourself based off how much toilet paper you tore off yeah and they don't tell you that before you take it so caitlin who she she tore off like a little tiniest bit so she just went my name's caitlin and then it went on the next person and there was this one person who like did a a long roll and she was like um i like cats uh i like so it was it was really funny and that's when we get like the little see that there's two people vying for hassan's Yes, Keisha and Jenny. Jenny or Jenna. Yeah, who always has a flower in her hair. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to fight. Ha ha ha. But little do they know, Hassan doesn't want any women this year. Not on his schedule. I I do love that about, I mean, I didn't love it then. But like looking back on like being a middle schooler, you get to camp and the first thing you do is like, who am I going to have a crush on all year? Yeah. Based on literally nothing besides. You're just scoping it out. So then, like, they – so that's kind of, like, the basis of episode one. Yeah. It's just the kids are really nervous. The, the camp counselors are, like, setting them at ease. That's kind of, like, their main thing. They kind of have a post credit scene in episode one, too, where they're describing what bug juice is. Yeah. And you see it, like, being put in pictures and little cups. And, like, bug juice is this sticky, very sweet concoction. It's available morning, noon, and night. And, like, somebody talks about how sticky it is as it's spilled as they literally, like, pour the pitcher basically yeah. onto the table and don't even try to get it in the cup. I remember when I was a kid, you could actually buy bug juice. Yeah, and, like, little, the little and, plastic And bottles. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, bug juice is like the show. <laughs> my bug juice was purple at, at my camp. Your, I remember. <laughs> camp is shut down. Just kidding. <laughs> when I went to camp, I, I was having, like, some stomach problems. And I think it may have <laughs> Probably because been... your bug juice was purple. It's supposed to be red. I think it was just because I had undiagnosed anxiety and I was nervous all the time. Oh. But we were like, well, let's watch what you eat. You know, like, keep a food diary. Maybe, like, try to not eat dairy for a week or so and see if that makes a difference. So I'm in camp. And it's it's lasagna night. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I, like, well, I have, like, four servings of lasagna. All right, Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I go to write my food journal. And I'm like. Lasagna doesn't have any dairy in it, right? <laughs> and everyone in my cabin was like, 
it's got like five cheeses. <laughs> and then that's when I was like, well, dairy's clearly not the problem. <laughs> you said garçon. Can I take another, can I take another plate of I, lasagna? I ate everybody under the table that night. That lasagna was so good. You literally so, took your food and ate it under the table. It was so good. Where's Becca? She's under the table. <laughs> Episode two is just about the activities. Yes. And the main plot of episode two is the girls vying for Hassan's um, affection. And the, swim the swimming test. test. So you, everyone has to take the swimming test, even mm-hmm. if you're a counselor. You have to take it every year. And even if you don't intend on doing any activities, yeah, because you, their reasoning is you're going to not do it now. And then in like a week, you're going to forget and get on a boat with somebody and <laughs> fall off or drown well, pretty much. Yeah. They're saying like, you may not want to do it now, but then like weeks go by and all your friends are going to, and you're like, Oh wait, I want to go. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, I didn't take my swimming test. And if you don't pass or if you don't take it, like if you elect not to take it, you're immediately elected, like just thrown in like a beginner's yeah, so class. You're yeah. And so, th- what they have to do, is so extensive, in my opinion. I know. They have to do 10 laps. In a freezing, freezing lake that is green. It has pollen all like, in it. Like, my camp at least had a pool for that. Like, you could take your swim test in the pool. But why 10 laps? I think five is fine. Yeah, like, 10, like, that's more than enough. So, like, half <laughs> of these kids can swim fine. It's just they don't want to do 10 laps. Yeah, one of them is like, I didn't pass because I quit. <laughs> I did, like, two laps and I, like, I, and I quit. <laughs> And so then she has to go to it was it was a funny scene with when the Jake or Jason whatever his name is when he he didn't want it he's like I don't want to swim like this this yeah. summer so I don't want to take the test they're like no you're gonna to have to and so he tries it and I think he got to lap five and he's like I don't want to do this anymore so then he said that's when he went back to his cabin and got upset and um, ate all his Twizzlers somebody and then, jumps in the water and goes. <laughs> Like, it's, like, it's, I think it's extreme to make them do 10 laps. That is a, that's quite a lot. Like, maybe just, like, have them tread water. And, and, like, some of the kids, like, were coming back from the test. Like, these two kids were, like, it was really choppy in the lake. Yeah. And this kid started throwing up. And then the kid literally looked at the camera and goes, can you guys stop filming us for a second? (laughs) He literally said, cut the camera, dead ass. He's cracking. The kid was like just kind of standing in front of the bush, being like, Ugh. <laughs> and then later there's a group of campers having a conversation that are like, I just don't like throwing up. Like it's gross. <laughs> and no, the, the kid was like, Why? It makes you feel like so much better after you do it. I'm true, <laughs> but like that's not to say that it's fun. And then I loved it it's when you not. saw like the actual like when you don't pass the swimming test, you have to go take the lesson, and so it's them with all the ten year olds, and they're like talking about each other's belly buttons yeah that and then weird. one of the kids puts his whole fist in his mouth <gasps> oh yeah and he calls was, himself steven tyler it was jake it was jake slash jason <laughs> he's like i'm not steven tyler they're like if you can put your fist in your mouth you have a big mouth <laughs> he's just like it's stretchy <laughs> i love if you can put your fist in your mouth you can get it out of the swim test <laughs> really though really because you could drink up the whole lake in one gulp if you start drowning but while that is going on we have a love triangle forming. I just, I can't imagine my summer camp experience being filmed. Yeah. Like the embarrassing stuff that I did. <laughs> the way I could not climb the rock wall and everybody made fun of me. If that was on camera, but, cut the camera. So, right. <laughs> so there was this, Hassan was like, I don't want a girlfriend. And then there's these two girls and their names are 
it's Jenny and um and Keisha. Yeah, Jenny and Keisha, and they're vying for his affection. And all like every time it comes to him, they're just like, oh, he's gorgeous. Like Jenny's like, like he's, he's so tr- fine. If anyone's seen Pit Fifteen, it's exactly what they <laughs> are describing when mm-hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, she's coming this way, and it's this scrawny twelve-year-old. It's kid. just a boy in basketball shorts. It's just so funny. <laughs> And he's like, she, he's drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> he's the most prettiest boy I've ever seen in my life. It'd be like that. There's also, it doesn't get returned to in episode two, but there's two other kids, and I think their names are like Ashley and Jason or something like that. And they said, last year at camp That's, at the carnival, it's the same we kid. got it's, married. It's the same kid it was who, Jake. who um, failed the swim test. It's the same guy. Well, they got married apparently the year before at camp at carnival, at carnival whatever which that I, is. I think it's a little messed up <laughs> that they're marrying kids. <laughs> it's not legal, but he's like, "Yeah, it was just like a joke, you know." Like we just got, and the girl's like kind of playing with her hands. She's like, "Yeah, we're just like, I mean, everybody asks for Danny, but we're just friends." <laughs> and then they're walking away, and they're a little touchy feely. I know, like the way that she wouldn't look at the camera, and then the little like <laughs> that she gave, like she loves, she's in him. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's a key. He can't swim for the rest of the summer. So, mm-hmm. so if they want to go on a canoe, with them so if they want to go on a canoe ride, he will have to not go <laughs> on a romantic canoe ride, a la Shane Gray and right. <laughs> Mitchy Torres. We have to talk about the 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 scheme. <laughs> the crazy. Hassan saying these girls are following him around. Yeah, and they are. Uh, yeah, and one group is making fun of Jenny. Yeah, and then there's a then they like hatch a plan. Mm-hmm. And Keisha, it's like Keisha and five other girls in the bunk, and she's like, "This is exactly where you're gonna sit. This is exactly what you're gonna like, say." Keisha <laughs> is going to tell Jenny that Hassan has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So, but and like she's literally hatching a plan. Yeah. Like we're gonna set it up. And she's yeah, so yeah. excited. She's like, "Oh, I don't want to wait five minutes. I'm gonna go right now." Yeah. And then they Jenny do the. Jenny puts on lipstick before dinner. In the mess hall, but then they do the plan, and I guess Jenny heard their entire plan mm-hmm. and so she knew it wasn't real and that's when <laughs> she reads out her diary in front of the cameras she's sitting on a rock reading her journal entry and i was howling she's like dear diary i had one of those days today it was not a good day and there's this boy and then there's these two girls and their names are like it's just so dramatic but then by the end of the episode it's like nothing happened yeah because even uh even lunatic says something like yeah they were fighting but then they became friends and which is very much what a kid is yeah i love like when they had the conversation at dinner and keisha was like he's dating someone and she was like no stop (laughs) stop no wait can we talk about the the camp counselor um, talent show (laughs) the camp counselors have a talent show that they usher all of the kids into to show them that they're just like goofy and relatable and it's a drag show (laughs) All the men are in wigs. <laughs> red is seen in two different wigs. You see him in like a red wig and then like a hat with Literally. braids on it. It's very Ru- silly. It, like RuPaul's drag. RuPaul is like on the other end judging them. <laughs> RuPaul's bug juice race. <laughs> There's one girl whose name is um, Megan that gets interviewed a lot about how she's like nervous about making friends and she doesn't want to sign up for any activities where she's not going to have any friends. But then she just signs up for whatever she wants. And there's like video of her about to walk into the camp counselor show and she's like it's gonna be crazy <laughs> <laughs> wait i need to talk about the girl who like she is reading a letter to her dad from her dad and she's like she's, it was megan that was the same megan girl. 
And she doesn't want to write a letter back because she doesn't want to get homesick. Yeah. And so she's, she's asking. She's like in tears. <laughs> she's like asking what everyone's doing. She's like, Caitlin, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing over there? Because like just wants to do something else. <laughs> and like she's reading the, the letter from her dad. She's like, dear Megan, I'm writing this at dinner time. So you're probably either at dinner yourself in the mess hall, hanging out with your friends, doing arts and crafts. Know that we're so proud of you. Yada, yada, yada. Those letters from home do hit, though. See, I was like four days into my seven day camp and see, I got a letter from my think, parents and I was like, I don't like, think I was ever at a camp for that long that there were letters. I was only there for a week, like both times. And I got, I, on, I, got I want to say the camp camp that I went to, it was really like maybe four days. It wasn't long. One that I went to, instead of like having a letter mail system, they had an email address. And if like somebody could send an email with your name as the subject line, then they would print it out and hand oh, it to fun. you. And I was dating a guy I think this was in high school. I was dating a guy, and he said he was going to write an email, like, sending a bomb threat against the camp. What? So I would come home, but his dad talked him out of it. That's good to know. <laughs> and one of my other friends sent me a fact about Florence the Machine every single day. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so, and I mean, like, that's kind of the basis of the first two episodes. We have to talk about the, um, the, the skin, the snake game. Oh, God. They're doing like a team building, like team building stuff for the first day. And they're playing this game called Skin the Snake where they have to like basically put hands through the, the person behind yeah. his legs, grasp their hand. The person sits down and they just like scoot their crotch over the people's heads and sit down and then do like, I would not want to do that. Yeah. I don't want somebody's plaid shorted crotch <laughs> scooting over my head while I'm Who does, sitting really? down. Um, before we like really close out the episode because we pretty much like went all the big stuff in those yeah. two episodes so they did bug juice again which mm-hmm. was my first my first camp whatever it's called my thing is what they should have done is maybe instead of the disney channel games they brought back bug juice but they put the disney channel stars oh. at a camp for like oh, four days oh that would have ate what do you think that would have been like? Well, I know Vanessa Hudgens and Ashley Tisdale would have pissed everyone off. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would have been doing their little chants and stuff at like 4 a.m. And somebody's like, guys! Who would, okay, who would be in the girls' cabin? Vanessa, Ashley, Miley, Emily Osment. Uh-huh. Um, Monique. Monique. Monique's probably counselor, honestly, because she's... No, I would say, else. who would be the... I think Kim Rhodes would be the counselor. Oh, no, Kim Rhodes and Takia would be the the oh, girls' counselors. Send me, I want to go. <laughs> and I think the guys' cabin would be um, Brian Sebastian. <laughs> Phil Lewis would be the the counselor there. Um, I think the guys' cabin would be the Sprouse twins, mm-hmm. Zach Efron, mm-hmm. Mitchell Musso, Corbin, Corbin, Lucas, Lucas. Um, who else? Would, Kyle Massey. Kyle Massey would probably be there. Would Kyle? Who would be the Hassan? <laughs> well, I think I don't know. Do you know who would not be there? Raven. <laughs> Raven would right. get that email, be like, "Hey, we're taking the Disney Channel stars to camp," and she'd be like, "Um, return to sender." <laughs> she'd be like, "There's bugs." There's. Bu- I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. We needed that. We needed <laughs> bug juice Disney Channel stars. I know. Like, imagine Miley in a camp. Miley would keep... Talk about people getting annoyed. If this was, like, 2006... Miley would have made everybody... 
<laughs> she would have made everyone. We saw her behavior in the 06 game. Right. <laughs> She'd have been there. Everyone like, shut up. That ain't no crack. Ashley and Vanessa would have been clicky and like gone to themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think Emily Osmond would have been homesick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would have failed their swim test? Ooh. Um, Kyle Massey. Kyle Massey. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, or one of the Sprouts, maybe what, Cole. Cole, Cole would have failed his swim test. Cole's like, I failed this one test, but Dylan didn't, so maybe we just switch places. <laughs> maybe like Zach Efron would have been the 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 counselor and the boys' bunk. Yeah, but Ashley and Vanessa are still <laughs> still Gabrian. They're still Gabrian. Uh, bug juice. It really doesn't come in a jar. It really does come from who you are. It's like such a random title, but it works for this show. Yeah, I will. We watched, Becca found like a complete first season drive. So maybe we'll revisit. Maybe. And see what these campers have to say. I know. I'm like, I was looking at some of the descriptions and I was like, I saw that there's romance that blooms. There's some drama with the counselors. Like really anything can happen at a summer camp. camp Especially because you don't see these people all year. Yeah. So the stakes are low. But like they're also high because it's like you only have four to eight weeks mm-hmm. to get your point across. Like, if you like someone, you better tell them. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. What is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that a swim test really doesn't need to be <laughs> 10 <Good> laps. <laughs> True. True. I think my Disney Channel lesson would be make sure you pack more than, like, two bags of Twizzlers just in case you get upset and it always comes back to the swim <laughs> the test year old stash. the swim test really bothered us the swim test was the drama of the season like, <laughs> it comes back to play I wanted that lifeguard to go and do her swim test I know that, my thing was like going out the swim test before we wrap up the guy who didn't want to do the swim test he's like fine he just like jumps in and he's like is underwater for a bit too long in my liking and then he like comes back up and i said what if he like yeah because really i didn't he, know how to swim that was when he did the boom. Yeah. uh all right <laughs> what if, you shouldn't be made to do the swim test yeah i think it's also the disney channel lesson yeah or like just tread water for three minutes um <laughs> anyway all right becca if people want to see um your your camp your camp uh shindigs <laughs> Where can I find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. TikTok is Becca's Records. YouTube, Becca's Doctor. You can also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG podcast on the interwebs. Um, if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, Martin on Twitter. But most importantly, if you want to keep up to date on anything and everything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh threads x twitter whatever you want to call it uh just type in the time machine podcast you'll find this there i'm not uh, calling it x we're gonna call it twitter um we mentioned this before but rate and review us on apple podcast if you leave us a review we'll read out your review on the podcast and give you the love right back uh, give us give us five stars on spotify if you are ever so kind uh, talk to us on all the social medias dm us tell us what you like tell us what you don't like tell us what you want to hear tell us what you don't want to hear because that's the coolest part about this whole thing. Uh, we want you guys to have so much fun making, uh, listening to this as we have making it. Because we make it, and you listen, and it's the circle of life. It's the circle of life. All right, y'all. Uh, we will be back next week talking about something. Yeah. We'll come, we'll come up with something. Surely something. <laughs> um, but 
uh, thank you as always for still listening and yeah. bearing with us through this strike era. I know that it's probably not the content you joined us for, but we're having fun, like kind of navigating things that we probably yeah, would otherwise never touch on. Yeah, and like the God willing, whenever the strike is over, the serotonin we're going to have watching our first Disney Channel show. Oh, or I know. Decom, it's eat. We'll have to think about like whenever it stops. What the first thing we'll do it's to come have back? To be serious. But yeah, thanks for sticking around, and yeah, and yeah. Until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts. Uh-huh.